Hey, it's Bobby Bones. Hey, I just want to say thanks to everybody who has stepped up for the St. Jude kids. St. Jude's doing incredible work fighting childhood cancer. And because of donations, like the ones that you get, families never receive a bill ever from St. Jude for treatment, travel, housing, food, none of that. Help St. Jude stop childhood cancer. Become a partner in hope. Get this awesome new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. It's going to look great on you. So join all the doctors, researchers, and me in this fight. All right, text the word Bobby. It's only six numbers to 785-833. Again, text the word Bobby to just these six numbers, 785-833. Willie Nelson, Waylon Jennings, Chris Christopherson, you know, before they were legends of outlaw country, they were lost souls looking for their sound. Don't miss Mandy Moore and the new scripted audible original, The Boar's Nest, Sue Brewer and the Birth of Outlaw Country Music. Discover the true untold story of the extraordinary woman behind the rise of outlaw country music and its biggest stars. Hear how one woman's vision in her tiny living room, far from Nashville's Music Row, became the epicenter of a musical movement. Mandy Moore as Sue Brewer in The Boar's Nest. Listen now at audible.com slash The Boar's Nest. This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines, plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines, all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. Uh, welcome to episode 192. Ooh, that's a good number. By the way, we are, it's the first time both of, both of me and my guests have been shoeless. Oh, you don't, you wear shoes in your house? Usually when people come over, I'm like, I gotta put on pants, I wear shoes. How, unless it's like a friend. And so I was like, ah, it's Jan, not, ah, it's Jana. But it's, like, it's like, oh, it's Jana. <laughs> I'm so sorry, but 192 it's the first time has that to you, be no, But you've been on like, I think you, is she this our is most a, frequent guest, Mike? Is this a third time? Third time. Third yeah. time's a charm, boo. I think that th- three is the most anyone's been on. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I feel so special. Mm-hmm. Thanks, guys. I really and, and appreciate it. And you haven't it. been here. We did one in LA. We did one in LA and we, one. One on the phone? Yes, on yep. the phone. And, and then, then one, one here. First time in you've your been to the place. studio on that. Yeah, it's beautiful. I've been here like a year, so I don't know if it's new anymore. It's beautiful. Thanks. I was driving here. I was like, I don't even know if my kind is allowed here. Oh, stop it. <laughs> no, I'm serious. Stop it. But I don't like wearing shoes. Um, I like, especially in someone's house, I feel like it's kind of disrespectful. Respectful, and then also I don't know. I mean, we're buds, and I'm crisscross applesaucing right now because apparently you can't say Indian style anymore. No, you can't. I mean, which I don't understand. I, but that term doesn't come in. That's not in my vernacular anyway. My legs are never crossed like that, so it never even comes up. You can't. So I'm never do Indian style. No, I can, but I don't. <laughs> I'm not even. I'm not anti-Indian style. I just never. Sit. Are you anti the name? No, I just never sit like that, so it never pops into my head. I don't get offended over not being able to. Oh, I can't believe we have to be PC. I just never think about it. I just don't understand why you have to do crisscross applesauce. Like that, my daughter Jolie can't say Indian style. What's wrong with that? Maybe I don't the Indian know. Indian's not like that. But I uh, maybe right? they did. But maybe they did while they were being murdered. I, I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure I saw that one movie with. Um, okay, Princess but you're going Face? with a movie, Kevin Costner. Yeah. Okay, they're all sitting. Dances I don't with think wolves? they're Dances with Wolves. They were not sitting Indian style. I just I feel like we have to be so political, and that's what bothers me. Yes. I'm like, you can't even sit like that and say Indian style. Maybe it's offensive. I, again, to who? I don't. I, may, the Indians? Maybe I don't Why? know. I don't like, care. I don't even. I don't even care about this conversation because <laughs> there's no part of this that I care about anyway. Like, okay. I don't sit like that. I don't think about that. Right. You can sit crisscross. You can sit knees out. You can sit butterfly. Whatever yeah. you want to say. I don't care. Okay. 
Uh, Jana's here. We, I got What's a couple up? things. Let me um, talk about your podcast for a second because oh, yeah. um, the Wind Down podcast. So if you're on here and if people listen to this podcast and go, ah, she's pretty entertaining, they can come to your podcast and hear you do what? Um, me and my husband have a podcast together. It's called Wind Down and we talk about relationships, love, life. We have a lot of fun guests on and it's just we have a very open conversation about marriage. The good, the bad, the ugly. Sometimes you put him on the spot where I'm uncomfortable for him. Well, you know what? I've gotten that feedback a lot of times, so I've tried to lay off a little bit. But my personality is I'm very just sarcastic with other people, but sometimes it's a little too aggressive, which has been kind of an issue because people are like, you're so mean, you're so hard on him. But I'm like, we, we're able to joke about it, but then it's like, well, is that really funny? It's not funny to him. So there are times when I like I realized that I should have laid off a little bit. Your son looks like him. I feel like all I did was just pop out babies that look like Michael. She's like, hello, Michael. One, hello, I Michael. I don't see two. it as much in your daughter. Really? Oh, I just feel like they look like twins. Your son looks just like, it's just mm-hmm. like a little mini version of him. It's a little weird. Like they're same eyes squinted. Because he, he played in the NFL. He did, yeah. Would he want your son to play football? So he really wants him to play golf. A non-head injury sport. A non-head injury sport. He I mean, won't, he that, won't that's let why him I play before football. middle school. I know that. Like, By the time the baby's old enough, football, football won't even. It'll, be, it'll still be a thing, but. Football? It, yeah, but I'm saying there will be so much science that will be revealed more so than now where they're going. You get so then they're going to be so soft. Oh, I feel like they get so soft now in the game. I mean, there's some calls where it's like, come on. Aside from like, the game, okay. a lot of parents are going to go, now that I know X, Y, and Z, mm-hmm. there's no way I'm letting my kid play football. Mm, I now, don't think so. Now we're seeing a little bit of that, but you're going to see more and more of it. As really science reveals, so. our heads, our skulls are not yeah. supposed to be rattled around like that. Well, what about all the other contact sports? Like rugby? N- who plays rugby in the States? Like Point the oh, East Coast? Oh, it's not even like 10. <laughs> but the t- so isn't that the rugby where they throw the thing? In the fact you no, have to lacrosse. Go, okay. Same thing. Sure. Any, any head injury sport is going to be. Hockey? Probably. But again, if we go top sports in America, football? Football. Baseball. Baseball, basketball. Kind of like tie. Sure. Ish. Um, so there's the top three. Golf, soccer. Soccer. That's five. Hockey. Yeah, six. <gasps> You're hurting my Detroit heart. <laughs> You're from the northern I part. So I, so I want my son to play hockey. Okay. And Mike's like, I can't, I don't know anything about hockey. I'm like, well, you're going to start to learn. <laughs> my, my only point was, okay. would he, would, knowing what he knows now, mm-hmm. would he want your son to pursue a career in football? I think he would still, he would not hate it. He just wouldn't want him to do it so early because it's about having the concussions earlier. And my only hypothesis, <laughs> hypothesis is that in when your your son is older, in ten years, let's say, mm-hmm. when he's eleven, yeah, we're gonna know so much. There's gonna be More. so much science with going. You can't even like take a palm to the head, and it affects you. It kills the brain cells because we've learned so I mean, much in the, the past. A lot of times, years. I got a palm from my dad when I was a kid. I mean, like it's it really you. killed. <laughs> like now, it makes sense. Your kids are how old? I have a, a Jolie, Ray is three and a half, and then Jace is going to be uh, eight months old. Or he is eight months old. He's going to be nine months old. Ugh, he's crawling. Yeah, I saw he, I say he was kind of crawling, right? On your uh, Yeah, now he's story. like for real crawling yeah. everywhere. It's really, truly breaking my heart. But honestly, I just want him to do whatever he wants to do. I'm trying to push Jolie into figure skating because I used to figure skate, but it's like whatever they want to do, I'm putting her in soccer and dance. And uh, on, eventually I'll say, which one do you like the most? And let's do it. Or, yeah, eventually. Yeah, eventually. Uh, You you moved to Nashville now. I did. When did that happen? 
we moved about a couple months ago and it's been awesome. It's been great and it's, it's been bad and it's been good. So you were living in Los Angeles to do, for what reason did you go to LA? We went to LA because we wanted to kind of reset because I didn't know if we were going to stay together. Oh, you and Mike, right? Yeah, yeah. No, me and Mike. Yeah, of course, me and Mike. Like you, you and your daughter. And maybe you're thinking about breaking up. We're like, I don't I know. know. Well, we just, because the problem is, is there's a lot of triggers here in Nashville. So I wanted to, I'm like, all right, let's just get out of the city. I'm, you know, I'd just gotten recently dropped from Warner. I was like, I just want to get out. I just want to like fresh start, go back into acting, do my thing out there and just not have the triggers everywhere. And it was amazing for us. Was like, it healthy I, for your relationship? It was, it was incredible for our relationship. It was great. So you move out there and you were there for how long? We were there for two years. Okay. And then we were like, okay, we had a second kid. And that's when we're like, we need to get back to Nashville. What, make, what makes you want to come back to Nashville? Well, all of our friends are here. Um, you know, it's, we couldn't afford what we wanted to in LA. There's no way we would have been able to buy a house because it's just so crazy expensive. Um, taxes is another thing. And schools, like the schools were terrible. And, you know, for us, I'm like, all right, I'm not going to pay for private school when you can have a great school in, in Nashville. So that's why I'm like, all right, we need to get back. And I thought we were ready relationally to yeah. get back here. And so you guys built Jana Man Manor. Manor. Jana, <laughs> it's, it's weird to say Jana Manor. Jana Manor? Yeah, we built Jana you built Manor. Jana Manor. I kind of watched, watched it grow on we Instagram. Did. Was it yeah. all getting built up? That's, was, a ma that's a massive house. It's it's nice. I mean, it's not as massive as this house. You're, no, yes, it is. It's not. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> at all. But, you know, we're, we're, we love it and it's great. And it's the exact same price as our LA house. And our LA house was so small. So it's just, it just feels good to be back here. But it's been tough. We didn't realize how hard it was going to be. Like we've been real, like not great here. But we're, we're getting on the upswing again. What's been the hard part? Just the triggers. It's tough. Because I kind of ran away from it all. You know, I, I ran from all of it. I was just like, oh, I don't want to feel these things. And then I, that's just, oh, just what I do in general. And I think coming back now, seeing the, hotels and the like the the spots that like i knew things went down that's with, been with hard him. Mm -hmm. yeah i think you would have to face those anyway right at some point eventually yeah, yeah. and i mean and it it like suits so unhealthy but like i went to one of the hotels and sat in the why would you do that because i'm were you told needed, to do that no and like my therapist was like why did you do that that's so unhealthy i was like i had to i had to like bury the place because every time i drove by it would make me feel something, and I just had to sit there and cry and let it go, and then I was, just, and then I felt so much better. So, can you drive by it now without? Yeah, I'm like, all right. Let me there. tell you about a place I drive by. Are you ready? Yeah. Chick when I drive to work, <laughs> there is this place called Crab Fever. It really? drives me insane because it's crab with the letter C R A B, and it says fever, and they have a crab for the V, except. Here, it has the, the, the crab claws, mm -hmm. but the head is so big, it looks like crab fewer. It drives me insane. I need to go inside and cry because I, I, I can't drive by it without going, why would you name this crab fever and make the, the crab look like a W? It drives me berserk. You need to go in there and talk to them and say, like, this is really like bothering me. What about your therapy situation? Did you have a different therapist in LA? Yeah. We still FaceTime with our couples therapist. In LA? In LA. But now I'm going, have you ever heard of Porter's Call? Yes, the, where musicians, artists can go yeah, so for I'd, free. For free, yeah. which is an incredible because the amount of money I've spent on therapy. I'm like, wow, this is fantastic. And they're great there. So I've been going there um, and I really liked it a lot. I hit up Miles because I've been to Onsite. You ever been to Onsite? I used to date Miles. Oh, well, <laughs> but have you, been to, have you been to Onsite though? I have twice. Okay. Yeah. I, did you, I loved it. It's amazing. I went by myself and just did the intensive therapy, but I hit him up last night. I was like, Hey, I got to find a new therapist in town. Um, so, speak, you know, I also am going to, 
I thought about going to, they were like, you got a reporter's call? Yeah. And I was like, mm, I think I need to go and have one dedicated person. You can have one ded- dedicated person there. I know. I just, I also, then I'd feel like I'm getting, okay, I have this weird thing of feeling like I'm getting what I pay for. I totally hear you, but I loved her. I'm sure. And I heard the guy is great too. Yeah. The dudes. I'm sure. I'm sure yeah. it is. It's a me thing. Yeah. So, but I just love that you're going to therapy. Like that's so healthy. Well, I was going to a lot of therapy, and then I was just traveling so much, and I kept calling, going, "I got to cancel. I've just been called out to LA again. I got to go." And then about the fourth time you cancel, and you're paying this money to go to therapy, you're like, "Why am I even going? I just wasting money." But you're not though. I get it. So I have, to, I have to find a newer one because the one I was going to was too far away. And that was part of it too. I don't want to drive down to Cool Springs. No. No. That's frustrating. And they won't. Nobody will come to your house. It's not. You can't like Uber. Do Uber therapy. Wouldn't that be awesome? You just. It would be so. There actually therapist. is a site that you can call, but I don't think phone sessions are that good. It, depending on what you're sessioning. That's true. <laughs> hey. Um, I was talking to you. you. Said you were going to film something. I looked it up. You're doing a Lifetime movie. I am. That's awesome. I'm so we t- we talk about these on the show all the time because Amy is obsessed with them. These Lifetime Christmas movies. Yeah. How do you get a Lifetime Christmas movie? What's that? What's that project like? Okay, so um, I was in one two years ago called Christmas in Mississippi, and it was the same producer and director, but they offered me the role for this movie, and I was just like, yes. Who's your character? Her name is Sarah Winters, and she's, you know, the typical, you know, girl. She's a lawyer from Boston, and then she goes back to her hometown and runs into her ex. Big city girl. Who's running fast and loose. I know, and but but her heart is broken and still misses her high school sweetheart. So we'll see. And who plays the dude? Um, I can't say yet. Okay. But he's great. Tyler Farr? No. Okay. <laughs> they actually did want a country person for the one of the boyfriends. Um, so yeah, I was like, do you know any country actors that want to act? I do. Put me in. Coach. You want to act? Yeah, I've acted a bunch. Really? Well, like three times. And what? Well, let's go down my resume, okay. shall we? We shall. I know American Idol. I had nine lines in Band Slam with Vanessa Hudgens. What? And Lisa Kudrow. Yeah, that's right. They, Are they, you they show that thing on Disney Channel still. Um, I had nine lines in that. Okay. I did three episodes of Nashville where I actually had a part. I never saw Nashville. Okay. I don't I watched a little bit of it on ABC. Was it good? I liked it a lot. And but and I didn't watch it when I was on it. I was okay. kinda had kind of jumped off of it. But they were like, hey, will you come? I did a, a really small part. They said, hey, why don't you have a real thing? Mm-hmm. Um, it's funny that you, uh, I'm going to also reveal something here since you just revealed that okay. about Miles. You just kind of put that out there. That's, and I've never revealed this before. <laughs> but um, I did the show and then I went out with Connie Britton a little bit. She is the, She's the coolest. best human being. I, did, mm-hmm. I worked with her on Friday Night Lights. She's Wait, the absolute what coolest. Happened? No, nothing happened, just life. Yeah. Um, but we were doing that show together and we were acting with each other. Mike, this part will not go on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> this can just be the nugget for our podcast listeners. Um, that Bobby we, Bones we, went on a date with Connie Britton. More than one. Yeah. Dates. Yeah. <laughs> it, she was awesome. Um, she's so sweet. Like She's like, I don't understand how she's still single. We were act, we were acting with each other and I had part with her against her. And I was like, oh my God, I'm not trained for this. And then I did it and it was a thing. Yeah. And then we just kind of kept talking. It was, I don't know if it was good. It was fine. She was, we had a good time. We like stayed super cool spots in East Nashville. So. No one saw you. No one would really. And I never really Is that hard for it. you to date? It depends. You don't know the situation right now I'm going through. No, I'm, wait, I'm talking yes. about you. No, 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 no. No, no, no. you know. No, no, come on. I don't let want to talk finish. about me. Let I'm me boring. No, no, I have nothing no, else going I'm, on. I, no, that's not true. I love the Lifetime movie talk. Let me just finish because I'm curious about how this goes. <laughs> now, the, the movie does not have a title yet since I've seen. It does, but I'm not allowed to say it. Okay. But the theme is Christmas on the River. Yes. I don't know. Is that a theme? It's, you know, we're celebrating Christmas like on the River. Because well, we're filming in Louisiana. 
Oh. So the river's okay. there. And you're filming in New, New Iberia. Iberia. Which parish is that? What? Oh, is they don't have parish? counties. They don't have counties in Louisiana. It's a parish? Well, I, Mike, <laughs> would you mind looking that up for me? So you know how we, we're in, what, Williamson County William, now? No, we're in Davidson. I think you're in Davidson. Are okay. we in Williamson? Whatever county we're know. in. Whatever. You're correct. There are no counties there. There are no counties in Louisiana. They're only called parishes. So oh. the parish equals county. Um, and New Iberia is in what part of the state, Mike? It's. And how long are you going? For three weeks. Yeah. And what do you yeah. shoot on a TV show? Do you shoot like five pages a day? Like what's the goal? I guess so, it's a movie. What do you shoot for a TV movie? I should say. We, we call it a show. So okay, like, you do? you're not wrong on that. Okay. Like the show. Um, and usually we film like five pages a day. I, I was pretty good with that. Yeah, guess. that was really good. And but we film like 14 hour days. So it's going to be long. And I'm number one on the call sheet. So I'm there good for you. every single scene. So good. I'm like, that's what I'm you want. There. No, I'm so I like you have no idea how excited I am. I'm excited to get for back. you. That's because ex- the Lifetime Christmas movies are now super cool again. They're super in vogue to, to do Lifetime Christmas movies. I know. I'm, and I just like I just feel because it's funny. I was working out with my trainer, Erin um, Obria. She's awesome. But um I was like, you know what? I guess I'm just not, I'm done. I guess I'm just not going to act anymore. And she's like, why did you say that? I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, I keep auditioning and I haven't gotten anything. And it's, it's been like a year and a half. She's like, well, you're pregnant for most of it. I was like, I don't care. It's still like, I just feel like I'm not, I don't know what's going on. And then uh, uh, two days later, I got the role. Is that right? Yeah. When I was in Austin, it's funny you say that. I, I love Austin. It's so home to me. Oh, it's the best. And so. That's where I film one uh, Friday Night Lights. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I knew that was there. Mm-hmm. I guess I. I'm going to come back to that too. I was um, in Austin, which is still home to me. So right. I, I still live there, still home. Mm-hmm. And I was having a conversation with a girl that I was seeing a little bit. And I was like, you know what? I think I'm just here. Like for the first time, I've kind of just conceded that one, my thoughts of what was going to happen to me aren't going to happen. Mm-hmm. I'm just doing it a different way. I'd built my own syndication company. I was in like 25 cities from Austin doing pop and hip hop. I was like, I'm happy. And I was like, I'm okay with it. Like I'm just going to, this is a great city. I'm just good. Two days later, this whole thing happened. Wow. It was right when I was like, you know what? Ah. Yeah. Yeah, like, I'm good. I, it's, it wasn't the preferred way I would have liked to have mm-hmm. gone. And I loved Austin. It wasn't about that, but it was about the career. I was like, you know, but okay, I'm good. Mm-hmm. Kind of had that moment. And then here we go. Crazy. Happened to you too. Yeah. I mean, I hope it keep ha- keeps happening. Well, then just, really just cool. completely going, I'm done. <laughs> I know. I was like, <laughs> I'm everything. done. With everything. I remember you coming and meeting all of the artists. I'll still never forget that. I don't remember that. You what don't do you remember? Oh, the very, the, the press conference? The, the very first time, yeah. There was a couple artists there and we were all sitting there the, and we were all watching you. Well, I felt ridiculous. That felt ridiculous. I was but, like, oh, he's so cute. No, that wasn't true. I was like. <laughs> but I knew that you were, I think you were, that's when you started talking to what's her face from Gloriana. Cause was she a, was there. It was a, I hadn't talked to her yet, but that was the first time I'd met anyone. Uh, but uh, yeah, they made me do a press conference. And I was like, nobody wants to hear me talk. Nobody knows who I am. It was cool though. I remember it. It was at the Country Music Hall of Fame. And yeah. I went down and- The little theater. Yeah. Um, so you talk about Friday Night Lights. Mm-hmm. I, so we're doing this thing now, you know, the, all the shootings in El Paso. And I own oh, Texas oh. Forever. I own the trademark, which I didn't know was from Friday Night Lights. <laughs> I've never seen Friday Night Lights. Never? Never. Not a single Oh, you episode. need to watch it. It's one of the best shows. So we're selling our Texas Forever shirts and donating it all to the families in El Paso. And I know now- because when I got into the legal deal about, because a, a small company had owned it in uh, New Braunfels, Texas. And so reached out and was like, hey, I'd like to buy this trademark. Mm-hmm. And they were like, okay, we'll sell it to you for X thousand dollars. 
and we've been doing a lot of Texas charity with it. And I just thought Texas Forever was just a saying. <laughs> I didn't know it was Friday Night Lights. <laughs> and then now I do. But Amy's always like, you still got to watch Friday Night Lights because yeah. it still holds up. It's so good. What was your part? I played Smash's girlfriend. And Smash is? Smash was played by, oh, Mike, I can't remember. No, no. What is it like? Is, is he a quarterback, a running oh, back? Oh, yeah. He was a running back. Yeah. He was the star running back. Did and he you, was great. Um, and I, I was like this know-it-all football girl. Were you in more than one season? Yeah. I was. Well, no, I was just in season two. But did you have a prominent role in season two? I was. And here's the problem with it. So I had, um, I was 13 episodes guaranteed. So it's basically oh, wow. a series regular. Yeah. Um, then the writer strike happened in season two. So I was only, it just, if you watch season two, it stops at eight, eight, eight episodes. And then none of the characters come back for season three. I was like, this is my big break. Oh my God. Really? Regular. Yeah. Yeah. It sucked. Were you there devastated? Was nothing, I was, I was so upset, but you know, it led me to do my other stuff, which has been fun. See, Cause I did, can you duet on CMT <laughs> during the writer strike? What was that show? It was on CMT. I was with one of my other girlfriends and we did a, we sang together and it was, can you duet? Were you famous then? I mean, I wouldn't say I was but, famous. But you I'd on, only been in Friday Night Lights. I guess my question is, and, and what is fame? That's a whole different question. And I stood in the line outside. That's what I'm saying. Of like, Wild Horse Saloon. Were you were you famous enough that you get to go on as the person who's from the TV show? It like small, but I still waited in the line. Still had to go through all of it. Really? Yeah. So you, then, were, you weren't a ringer, and they were like, "Oh, she's famous. We'll just get her on the show." No, but then I made it, but my partner didn't make it. And I never sang before, like by myself. Who's your partner? Her name is Deanna Dozier. She lives in San Fran now. She hates me, but that's besides the point. And you guys just decided to sing together? Well, we had a band called Moonshine. I didn't <laughs> I know you had a band. LA. No, Mike, did you know this? <laughs> if I didn't know if that. anyone was on MySpace, you would have heard the song Montgomery. Montgomery ain't so far away. It was yeah, it was a cute. And one you were in a band called Moonshine. Yeah. Like with her? Yeah, and then we decided to do this because of the writer's strike. Mm -hmm. And then, because I was like, it's CMT, like whatever, Sherry. Like I was talking to my agent. She's just like, I really don't want you to do this, but fine. And then I ended up making it and my friend was the singer. So she was like, well, you can't do it without me. And so then. You mean she was the better singer or she was a singer in Moonshine? She was like an actual singer. Okay. And she kept telling me to sing. And I said, I'm not the singer. You're the singer. I'm the actress. Got it. You know? And then I made it and she didn't. And so she was very upset about that. And so then I ended up accepting the part and then I ended up leaving the show because I didn't want to, I was afraid to do it by myself. So you ended up not going forward on- mm -hmm. And Ashley Judd was like, this is your life. Like, I don't, that's not even how she talks, but she's, she's like, this is your life. How could you not do this? You know, you should accept this. And so then I did, but then I freaked out and then I left. And I was like, I can't sing without her and I don't want to lose a friendship. Did anyone from that show uh, turn into anything as far as country music goes? Did you meet anybody in the So of one of the couples did for like a hot second. I can't remember who But nobody's still around? Mm -mm, no, no one's still around. But well, the, the Brett Manning was one of the vocal coaches. And then Ashley Judd and um, one other girl. I don't know who writer. Brett Manning is. He was, a, he was a vocal coach back in the day. Yeah? Yeah. So what do you get recognized for the most? Is it your music one career? Really? Oh, it's insane. Like when I do shows and I, because I always shout out my tree hillers, I'll say, okay, where are my tree hillers at? the entire crowd. I'm like, oh, well, thank you. Because if it wasn't for you, there'd be no one in this room. <laughs> I, I haven't seen One Tree Hill. It's a really good show. Yeah. I it, mean, I've never seen it. Is that the Chad Michael Montgomery? People, Chad Michael Murray. <laughs> oh, 
Did you say Montgomery before that? Is that why it's in my head? Chad it's... Michael? Okay. <laughs> no, but One Tree Hill is a really good show. Yeah? Yeah. And apparently. what was your job on that show? I played a girl named Alex. I did three years of that show. Oh, you did three years? And she was a drug addict. She was really fun. She tried to commit suicide. Did you like the character? Loved. She was a hot mess. Like, trying to break up relationships. Like, you know, just a day in the life. <laughs> so it was great. And that show... Did three years in Wilmington, North Carolina. And then from that show, I got to sing on the show, which is how I got my record deal. Is because you sang on the TV show, so I ended up giving. You don't know any of this, Bobby. <laughs> you know, I think you and I, when we met, we just fast forwarded. We just, yeah, I just wasn't. We didn't do the no. whole give me your life story. Yeah, yeah. And then I already knew you, so I didn't like Google everything. <laughs> Google. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, just fill me in on this. I didn't know this. No, so I was working on One Tree Hill, and I was realizing we were filming in Wilmington, North Carolina, and I, I've always been the person to say, follow your dreams, do what you love. And I've realized, well, I've always wanted to sing, but I've been so afraid and I didn't know if I, like how to pursue it. But the creator of the show really loved music. And so I started flying to Nashville on our, the weekends and writing with some people that I had just been in contact with and wrote some songs, gave it to the creator of the show and was like, I don't know if this is good, if this sucks, but just let me know what you think since you know, you've helped Tyler Hilton have a start, Kate Vogel, from the show. And the next thing I know, about like two episodes later, I was, um, my he turned my character into a singer. And so then I sang I Won't Give Up on the show. And then 200,000 downloads later. What's I Won't Give Up? Um, it was a song that was like a Not extra. an original? Was no, it? I wrote it. Oh, okay. Oh, got it. Got yeah, it, yeah. I it. wrote it. It was, it was kind of, it was on the first album as a bonus track. Um, but yeah, I mean, sold like crazy. And that's how I got, because I had already been turned down. Oh, no, that was after. Yeah. During that time, I did like a showcase and it failed and miserably. <laughs> but then after that, I got signed. Because the Tree Hillers. And that's why I always thank them at every show because they were there from the very beginning. And you get recognized most from that. Mm-hmm. 100%. That's cool. Yeah. No, it's fun. Do you still get money like from it. that show? Checks? I don't know. I have to look Is it streaming that. anywhere? <laughs> it was on Netflix, but they just took it off. Oh, So now it's, really? I think it's Hulu. Yeah. People were pissed. Like real mad. Yeah, can we that, get back to the girl though? Because well, can we be done with you. me? <laughs> well, that kind of sucks for you too a bit. Because as long as something's living and streaming, you're still living as that character, which is pretty cool. Yeah. People are still finding you. Well, that's but if it's on Hulu, though, it's good. I mean, as long as it's still up there somewhere, that's great. Yeah, there's like a 15-year-old that came up to me the other day. Oh, my God, I love your character in Montreal. I'm like, how old are you? You're so young. How old were you when you were doing that character? 25. And now I'm 35. Hey. Oh, does it feel like a lifetime <laughs> ago? <laughs> yeah. Amy and I were talking today. She was like, do you ever talk to Jill? Jill's my first co-host ever. She, she was an intern that I had at the radio station. And I was like, I haven't talked to her in forever. Is um, she kind of mad that she didn't go with you? No, because she, no, no, this is pre, way before we left. Oh, okay. Um, I met her and then she got married and was like, I'm just going to go move to South Texas and like have kids in a life. And I was like, great. Yeah. She's awesome. But I was like, man, it just feels like a lifetime ago. It feels really weird. I was weird. 24 when that happened. Yeah, it's, it's just strange. I remember, this is really weird, but my high school sweetheart just came over to my house about uh, a couple weeks ago. From Michigan? Yeah. Well, he lives in Nashville now and his wife is really is great. Is it Tyler Farr? No. Oh. What is up with I've I don't, I've like met Tyler Farr like a couple times. Go ahead. He's so sweet. I like Tyler Farr. He's so sweet. Like you bringing him up. He's like, I like him. Hey Jana, I want to be your high school sweetheart. <laughs> no, he actually is one of like the most genuine people yeah. in the industry. I like him a lot. But no, I had Matthew over. He's this guy that I got like saying I got the boy about, and she got the man. But they're just it's one of those things where you look back and Matthew Ramsey from Old Dominion. No. Oh. Well, Go ahead. Is he famous? No, right. he works at like I'll GM. Stop. I'll stop, go ahead. <laughs> but no, but he, he's super sweet and his wife is sweet and the kids came over and 
Michael and I were talking about it. It's just, it's such a different lifetime ago. Like I don't remember, that was super long time ago. I'm in high school. But it is funny because he goes, hey, Matthew, do you want your, all your love letters that you wrote, Jana? Because oh. it's in a box in the garage. That's I funny. Like, Michael. That's good. He's probably holding on a little bit though. Like he, uh, he yeah. had, I'd be a little. I kept them though. I kept the love letters. In every pair of Tacova's boots, you can expect handmade quality, first wear comfort, and timeless Western style. A great pair of Western boots will elevate a casual look or add a refined flair that'll draw both eyes and compliments. Tacova's boots are always made from premium bovine and exotic leathers, and with occasional resoling, they'll last a lifetime. The best way to shop for boots is at your local Tacova store, where you'll be greeted by the smell of fresh leather and a friendly smile. Come on in, grab a cold one, get fitted by a pro, and shop the latest styles. They offer custom branding and leather stamping if you want to personalize your boots or fine leather goods. And stay cool in short-sleeve moisture-wicking pearl snap or make your own shade with one of their classic straw hats, new in both men's and women's styles. And if you're planning to hit the road, Tacova's ever-growing lineup of rugged and full-grain leather bags will get you where you're headed in style and are built to last decades. Visit tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. Tacovas.com. And don't go gently, y'all. Willie Nelson, Waylon Jennings, Chris Christopherson. How did the biggest names in outlaw country start a musical revolution? Through one woman's vision from one tiny living room. Don't miss Mandy Moore as Sue Brewer in the new scripted Audible original, The Boar's Nest, Sue Brewer and the Birth of Outlaw Country Music. Discover the true untold story of the extraordinary woman behind the outlaw country music movement and its biggest stars. Brewer shaped the sound and soul of country music as we know it today, despite never picking up an instrument herself. Lovingly dubbed as the Boar's Nest, Sue's place was an intimate staging ground where a new breed of singer-songwriters, wounded souls, wayward upstarts, that's where they would spur each other and tap into something bigger and something realer. Starring Mandy Moore and featuring Eben Moss Backrack as Shel Silverstein and TJ Osborne as Johnny Cash alongside a full ensemble cast. Audible invites you to enter the Boar's Nest and experience the rise of a musical revolution. One woman, one time, one place. The Boar's Nest, Sue Brewer, and the birth of outlaw country music. Listen now at audible.com slash the Boar's Nest. Hey, it's Amy Brown here to talk about the incredible work that's being done by St. Jude Children's Research Hospital and to ask you today to join me in becoming a partner in hope. When you make a donation to St. Jude, you're helping an organization that has helped push the overall childhood cancer survivor rate from 20% to more than 80%. And I can tell you from personal experience, that number and the hope that it brings is invaluable. Families do not have to worry about a thing. Treatment is covered, travel, housing, food. And when you're a family that's going through this, like imagine you're a parent, your kid gets cancer. You need to focus on that child. You don't need to be worrying about other things. And financial stuff can get really stressful. St. Jude covers it. Your support means families never receive a bill from St. Jude for treatment. And when you sign up for just $19 a month, you're going to get the new This Shirt Saves Lives tee. So join me in helping St. Jude in the fight against childhood cancer. Become a partner in hope and text Bobby to 785-833. That's B-O-B-B-Y to 785-833. Do your neighbors at this new place know that you live, that's you? There's only a couple neighbors because it's a new neighborhood. But I mean, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I don't know. I'm Who am I? You know? It's exactly. Like, and it goes to the whole thing of fame. Like, no, I don't really believe that anyone, it's hard to be universally famous anymore. Uh, even the people that are the most famous aren't as universally famous. Unless as you're like Taylor fi- Swift. Again, yes. There's like three. 
Taylor Swift, Beyonce. Oh, ish. Ish. And you know Oprah? Ariana, but but she no. but she but Taylor is from, from even from years ago too. I'm talking yeah. like new people now? now. Like Ariana's the biggest now. Post Malone, these people, yeah. even actors, you could go out with a picture mm-hmm. and go, "Do you know who this is?" And they and most people wouldn't even know who Ariana Grande was. I mean, where the yeah. pop star Britney Spears when she was 22, you go out with any picture anywhere and be like, "Who's this?" Britney. Because there are so many ways to find things you like: Instagram, mm-hmm. YouTube, Netflix. Yeah. There are people that I would go, holy crap, that person's so cool and famous to me that you would have no idea who it is. And the same because there are just 5,000 ways to consume content. It's ins- it is truly insane. So Especially be- these YouTubers. I'm like, who the heck? There was a YouTuber that moved across the street from, from us in LA. It was like a freaking $4 million house. 21-year-old, really? 21 YouTuber. I was like, are you freaking kidding me? And you would have no idea None. that they're making as much money as they're making. Zero. And then I'm like, what did I do wrong in my not. life? <laughs> have you met your neighbors? Did you go over and knock on the door and say? So I had one neighbor come over and bring me chocolate chip cookies. Because again, we only have about six, seven neighbors yeah. living in the community right now. Because all these are all new builds. But I will be the person that goes over to every new neighbor. Because I love meeting people I've met my neighbors. none of my neighbors. Really? Well, when I first moved over here, it's been about a year now. I bought the house from a guy who lives here. And I came over. They... They moved in while I wasn't here. I was I was in LA working. Everything got moved in. Came, was driving out of my driveway, and the woman close to here stops me and she goes, "Hey, excuse me." And I was like, "Hey, what's happening?" She goes, "Do you live here now?" And I was like, "I do." And she goes, "Do you have any kids?" And I was like, "I I don't." She goes, "You got a wife?" And I was like, "I don't." She was searching. Like, but- <laughs> she's like, "What do you do?" Stop. Yeah, and I was like. My name's Bobby Bones, bitch. <laughs> I did not say that in any way. And I didn't want to be like, hey, I'm on the radio. Or, hey, I was just like, yeah. uh, I'm, uh, I was like, what can I say is the most generic thing? So it's like, so she knew I was in the entertainment. Okay. And I was like, I'm an artist. Like, I do <laughs> books. I was just trying to get her. Cause How old was she? 50. Okay. So, yeah, she's a little. And so she was like, oh, she goes, are you loud? And I said, I don't think so. And the next day was um, one of those summer holidays, I think, like, like Labor Day. And we had this humongous party in the backyard with like a DJ and stuff. Oh, yeah, that was fun. It was only the only day that <laughs> I was loud. But yeah, she was. She was trying to. She was kind of sniffing me out over there. Interesting. But I haven't met anybody. I have one neighbor that's like five houses down. That's pretty famous in a band, and he's come over and been like, "I wasn't here." He dropped me off. So he's like, "Hey, welcome." Oh, that's yeah. sweet. Yeah. I'm kind of scared of the neighbor moving in next door to us because she's an old lady. In her, she's like 65, older, sorry. And she's single. She's she's a widower. I'm terrified of her because I have a feeling she's going to be an issue. Mm. You know? Like, I just get that vibe from her because I've, I've met her a couple times. And don't, she's, don't judge yet. You I may know. need her. Well, I know, but I just feel like I'm just, because we're not loud, but like maybe the one time we are, is she going to write us a letter? I don't want to be kicked out. Instead of a last meal, if you're offered a last song to listen to, what do you pick? Oh, man, I'm like... Super, oh, Fire oh, fire and Rain, James Taylor. And what is that song? That's What's song the connection for you? Up North. So Up North is the most. Oh. Just give it to me. Suzanne, the plans they made put an end to you. And why this song? I grew up listening to James Taylor, and we would have his songs on repeat at the fire pit outside up north Michigan and that place is just heaven to me it's the one place I think of whenever I'm anxious and have my anxiety attacks it's just the place that centers me and the song just really just calms me <laughs> oh, I was, it reminds me of home 
I was talking to Vince Gill the other day. Mm -hmm. and Thanks him, for that, Mike. Him and James Taylor are really great friends. And, Vin, and James Taylor just showed up at one of his shows at, in downtown Nashville. They play every Monday night. And James Taylor came out and played with them. Just ran. He was like, yeah, James in town. So he came out and played. We didn't tell anybody. I'm now going every Monday. Yeah, I'd love that with James Taylor. <laughs> like, James, James, hi, James. What's the Who's most... Who's yours? Um, if, if I had to pick a song, like yeah. a, a death song. My favorite song a ever. Song. Well, that's what it is. Like yeah, your last true. song. No, no, it's true. My favorite song ever is Ain't No Sunshine by Bill Ain't Withers. No sunshine. Like that's my favorite song. So that one, probably this one. Oh, you know what movie this is in? Uh, well, a lot. Like it's in. Well, Notting Hill. That's my favorite one. I haven't when seen he's Notting Hill. What? I was going to say. It's so good. But this is the song when he's like walking through the seasons. It's so good. It's also in Will Ferrell and Vince Vaughn where they go back to college. I never saw Old it. school? Old school. You know, I've seen that once or twice. I don't remember it this yeah. part though. You got to watch Notting Hill. I don't it's have to. It's a good date oh. night. If it's what? No, you have to. What's the most expensive thing you ever held in your hands? Oh, gosh. The most expensive? Probably my ring. Yeah? Yeah, because it's saw in my hand. Did you buy your own ring? <laughs> you can play the Bobby. fifth. <laughs> Just, I mean, I don't, I don't have any inside information. I was just you like, don't. I, the first one was put on my credit card, and I got really upset about it. The first one? The first... So this is my second ring because I would not put on the, the first ring again. Mm. So, I, so you needed like a new start, new ring. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was like, I, I was like, from the very first day, I was like, I will never put this back on. So do what you will with it. With it. And yeah. so that's pretty big. I'm not even someone who notices rings, but it was like you had your hand because you were holding my dog and I couldn't see your head. The ring was blocking. It was like an eclipse. <laughs> your ring. That's what I always say. I'm like, this is what you get when you get cheated on. <laughs> Good enough, great. Laugh so you don't cry. <laughs> uh, what about the opposite sex do you envy? About the opposite sex? What about dudes? Are you like, man, that would... their confidence? Uh, you realize it's mostly a show, right? Is it? Mm-hmm. We're just as insecure as you are. We're, be, we're told we have to be held to a different standard, and to be a man, you got to... Sure. It's mostly a put-on, yeah. I just feel like you guys hold yourselves with more... We exude a fakeness. Okay. Well, I appreciate that. I won't feel as bad about myself then when I go eight mile. <laughs> when you go eight mile? Yeah, I was telling my therapist the other day. I was like, look, I go real eight mile and I need to work on that. I, I, help me out. I know you're from Detroit. I know what eight mile is. Like I go crazy. Like I'll like, I'll, I'll beat somebody. <laughs> is that a term? Is that a term, a new term or way old or a Detroit term? It's just like a Detroit term. Okay. So if to go yeah. eight mile is to go crazy. Yeah. Like me and my girl, Kristen Bruss from um, Low Cash's wife. Yeah, I know. Kristen. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Like we, we're, we're besties and we're, we're both from Detroit. And we will go eight mile on our people. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> What's the most absurd thing the U.S. government could be hiding in Area 51? Um, probably, I mean, I don't want to say just aliens because I feel like everyone would say that. So I would say, who's the guy that shot Kennedy? <laughs> oh, you mean like his body? I don't know. He's Maybe dead. Kennedy or no, no, Tupac. Oh, like literally Tupac? Literally he's Tupac. He's chilling there with the aliens. That's a good answer, Tupac. Thank you. Hmm, interesting. Oh, <laughs> what's the one thing you bought and you thought it was easy, but it turned out to be extremely difficult when you actually attempted it? Wait, okay, that's, that's a mind game. Mm -hmm. Say it again. What's the one thing you thought was going to be easy, right? Okay. Take out bought. It's just okay. what's, what's the one I thing? can't read. What's the one thing you thought was going to be easy, Okay. but it turned out to be extremely difficult? I mean, I always knew marriage was going to be hard. I always knew being a mom would be hard. I would say probably uh, really difficult. You know, 
I, I'm just, I have, I'm, I have really bad anxiety. I think just getting a handle on that. Like you think it's easy because you think it's all in like your head, but it's really not. Like I have like real bad anxiety. So, I'm, and I, I do too. I, the last few weeks have been pretty good for me. Like I, you don't understand. I begged. I was on my way to Anaheim to do a show. And it's usually when I'm not with the kids, but I was like, I went psycho. I was like, Michael, you cannot get on this flight. Like you cannot go home. He's like, baby, he's like, I have to get back to the kids. Cause we were shopping our docu-series to stations and, or to networks or whatever. And I was just like, you can't get, I'm like, Michael, you don't understand. Like I'm going to have, I'm, I went into like a full blown psycho panic attack. And I'm like, this is just, this is getting kind of out of control. Did he know that you were prone to those pre Marriage? I was on a little bit higher of medicine and I've been trying to get off because I don't want to be on medicine. And I know now that I'm like, okay, this is anxiety. You're not dying. Like you're not having a heart attack. Like just go through it. But I, I have a hard time. Like I've got Xanax in my purse, but I'll never take it. For me, I was on, I was on medicine. I've been on, tried a bunch of different I mean, I'm stuff. still on Lexapro, but very low dose and I should be on a very high dose. Yeah. Yeah. I, it didn't affect me. I took antidepressants for a while. It just didn't help. It didn't affect mm -hmm. anything either way, good, bad. It just did nothing. And I took them for two months mm -hmm. because my doctor was like, hey, get on these because I was having severe PTSD. Mm. From childhood? From being jumped, having a gun to my head, death threats, that mm -hmm. kind of stuff. Yeah. And so I couldn't close my eyes without seeing somebody attacking me. And he was like, mm -hmm. hey, we're going to put you on. Um, I'm not even what, – what's, what's another? If you well, Butrin, Zoloft, Lexapro, okay, Klonopin. Klonopin is what it was. Okay. Boom. Thank you. Welcome. And I got on it Web for, Kramer for, for two months <laughs> and uh, nothing happened. Nothing? But nothing. I felt not up, not down, nothing. And he was like, mm -hmm. all right, occasionally you get someone it doesn't affect. And so then I got, I started taking sleeping pills and I got, it was too hard. I was struggling. Yeah. And then I got off and got so sick because I just was like, I'm not taking pills. Like you're saying. Mm -hmm. I just went, that's it. <laughs> I, I'm done. I cut off and I vomited and got so sick. And it, it was the closest I've ever felt to my mom. Because mm -hmm. my mom had my mom had already died from uh, drugs, but she never got clean. She was on meth, and she'd done a lot of stuff. But she she couldn't get clean because she would go through a draw, and it would be so hard. And I didn't understand. And I went through something that was a fraction of what she would have had to go through, what she tried to go through. And I was like, oh, I finally kind of understand what mm -hmm. she – and I didn't fully understand, but like a twelfth of what she was going through. I was so sick and miserable. And so I got off of that, and then I would take Xanax occasionally. Um, and I would take it about once or twice a week. And I haven't taken anything in a long time. And I say like two, a long time, two months mm -hmm. where I'm taking anything. And I'm finally starting to feel all right for the first time ever. Maybe it's the dog wow. a little bit. Yeah. I'm also taking... Maybe you're just finding peace in your life nope. too. No? Not really. You don't have peace? I don't have not peace. I'm okay. pretty happy right now. Yeah, I mean, things are doing amazing for you. But you know how that is. I know, yeah. One, you sacrifice one side to get the other. And then while you have the other, you're going, God, the other side sucks. Right. So... Is that why you don't drink? Uh, it, why? Because you your mom. Oh, yeah. My, yeah. my dad was an alcoholic. My, I don't even call him my dad. He left when I was five or six. So I yeah. don't, didn't know him. So you just fear that you're going to have that trait? I do have the trait. I, I'm, I have an addictive personality to everything I do. But not, but just to work, I feel like. What to, else are you to addicted anything. to? It doesn't matter. If I get into something, I'm into it all the time. Really? Mm -hmm. Like boxing? A, a book, boxing. It doesn't just yeah. work. I just try to channel it in healthy ways. I mean, it's good that you know that. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm pretty self-aware when it comes to that. Mm -hmm. So... Uh, yeah, so you're doing, so not, you won't take the Xanax? Because it helps me. See, that's the thing. I'm just, I'm so freaking anxious that I'm like, I'm afraid to take the Xanax because I'm afraid I'm like, oh my God, what's this feeling? Now I'm feeling weird. And now I'm like, 
I just get so in my head. I mean, that's why I haven't been drunk. That's why I don't do like crazy things. It's just, but it's taking over my life because there's a lot of things that I don't do because I'm too afraid to go do it. Because I'm like afraid that, oh my God, that's going to be like two hours away from my home. And if I'm two hours away from my home, then I'm going to have an anxiety attack and I'm not going to know anybody. And then, I mean, I just like, I let my brain take it over. Do you drink at all? I drink red wine every night. How much? A glass. I don't even know what the difference is. You could say, I only realized (laughs) there's four glasses of wine in a bottle. There is. I had no, I thought there was like a hundred. Well, that's why people mostly get a bottle because if you're going to have more than one glass, it's fair to just get a bottle. Amy was telling me, I was like, there's only four glasses in a bottle of wine? Mm Mm-hmm. She was like, yeah, what did you think there was? I thought it was like limitless. It was like a, <laughs> the bottomless mojito. Oh, that, do we it, wish? Yeah, I, I couldn't be believe great. it. So when people pay like 100 bucks for a glass of wine, they're paying 25 or for, a, for a bottle of wine. They're yeah. paying 25 bucks a glass. It's pretty crazy. Can you taste the difference in really expensive wine? Yeah, that's the thing. Like I am a snob with my wine because yeah. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not trying to just get drunk. Like I'm, I want to enjoy really good wine. So I, I kind of, my friends do not like to drink my wine because they're like, damn it, now I got to go back to two buck chuck. What's happening with you now? So you're going to shoot this movie. Are you still? Per, well, could you talk about the docu series? Why I bring this up? Are you still pr- planning to pursue music as your number one? So nothing is the only thing that's number one in my life is my family. That is number one. My kids. My kids are my number one. Like they're my life. I love them to death. So they're number one. Which Michael is in that too. Family. I have a song coming out. Um, August 23rd, I believe. I have songs lined up. I have like just, I'm just releasing singles for the next couple of months. That's how I'm doing it. Honestly, it's the only way that I can do it. That's gonna be beneficial for me because to make an album is super expensive. And so I'm just putting out singles. I'm doing that. And then I am gonna be releasing dates for the wind down tour that Michael and I do, which is so much fun because it's like a comedy show meets a therapy session meets um I sing at the end of it so it's a really fun event we had we tested it in May and it was incredible the people that came so we're just we're really trying to grow that and we've got 10 dates that we're announcing uh, later this month so we're so excited about that that'll be in October November December and then we're we pitched a docu-series so we have you already shot it we shot, shot the sizzle. Ep- okay, so you yeah. shot the uh-huh. basically the pilot or the sizzle for the pilot. Yeah, so we went out to E and CMT, um, Lifetime, USA. So we're waiting to hear back from that. And then I've got a few other things that I'm cranking. I've got a new line um, at Dollar General, Jolie and Jace line. Oh, good for you. You can pick up a little. Um, what is it? Like, what's the? What's um, the- we're start- Well, it's going to be eventually a big old home line, but right now it's a uh, um, like water tumblers and stuff like that. So water tumblers. Like you know. What you called it? Y- well, yeah. Like right? Isn't that how they're called tumblers? No, no. I just didn't hear the word tumblers, that you said. But I, know, I think they I, are. I know what a tumbler is. Because I'm like I'm very new to this because I've yeah. just stopped drinking bla- plastic bottled water. And I've just started. Like, I do extra now. It's just fine. Because <laughs> no, I, really, I, I really amplify You should get my, the home system that yeah, I just course, did. Yeah, why not? It's really good. Yeah, yeah. It's really, because you stop buying plastic bottles. And then I'll send you a Jolie and Jace tumbler. Yeah. So I'm doing that. And then I'm, then Michael and I, we have something else that's really exciting that we'll be doing. I can't announce it yet, but that's we're working on that. It gets released next year. So we're kind of like doing a bunch of little things and hoping, hoping some sticks. It'd be fantastic if you got a show, like a... The, there's nothing wrong. The word reality is not a bad thing anymore. Anytime you can get yourself anywhere, mm-hmm. it's fantastic. Your just exposure is great as long as you get to do it on mostly your terms. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like I've been really hard. Like I would love a docu series. I think it'd be really fun. I hate to say reality; it's just more docu. But you know, it's it also could affect the acting side of things. But at the same time, I have a, a family I need to support, and I want to keep being authentic and living my life and showing my life because that's what I've enjoyed doing. So. 
I just hope something like that works. And then, and then I'm also doing correspondent work for extra. Oh, so I'm great. really pumped about that too. That starts in September. It's, I have a friend and I won't say it on this because they will get in trouble, but they, I'm going to say they as well. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to say he or her. So yeah. don't, don't, cause I, you know, you'll know when I say this, how okay. sensitive it is. Um, they're doing dancing with the stars this next season. Okay. And whenever I was considering, and then after I started, I would call you and be like, Hey, this is all uncharted territory for me. Yeah. Are, am I supposed to feel this way at this point? Mm -hmm. And like, I would call you and you'd be like, okay, I also struggled here. Mm -hmm. And I also had uh, crazy insecurity and inferiority complex and all the, and I was like, okay, so I'm not the only one that's, and you're like, no, this is a no. So I'm now talking, it's, we're just like generationally going through Dancing yeah. with the Stars. <laughs> it's like, you're, you're going to be the, basically the grandma of this person because you're like my, my <laughs> mom and I'm like their dad and we're right. all the same age, but you did it before. You're like one generation before. Right. And so they're going on Dancing with the Stars. I would do it again. I would not. You would not. By the way, love it. I, I can't get, it can't happen any better for me. It's like you I, won, yeah. I went in and won. Yeah, I can that's insane. I, I can I can only diminish my reputation of, a, of being a fantastic dancer. I won't win again. That was that was incredible. Only to you because you knew the grind of what really happens on that show. Yeah, and I so mean, it's intense, but it's it's like the greatest. And that, but I want to go back because I don't want to beat myself up so much. I want to have more fun. I don't feel like I enjoyed myself. And you know what? You would say to have fun. And people would say have fun. And you're like. What do you mean have fun? I I'm freaking going, going nuts here. Yeah. I can't do it. I want to you win. Know, You're in your own bubble. This is not how I usually work. And this, I don't know how to really dance and what. So I told this person, it's going to be the hardest thing you've ever done. Ever. It's going to be the most amazing experience of your life. And you're not going to realize how amazing it is until it's over. Mm -hmm. And you're going to look back at it and go, oh my God, that was really the coolest thing because you're training with a professional athlete for, and it's something you'll never do again yeah. at that level. It, it was fantastic. And I have always said, when the new season starts, I'm going to actually, I don't talk about it as much anymore. Stop talking about it. That's been my cutoff. Okay. I, I thought they were going to do a summer season. I was like, ah, when they do it, I'll, I'll drop it. Yeah. But I, I got to be the champion for I mean, longer. reigning champion for yeah. like the longest time ever. The longest reigning champion in the history of Dancing with the Stars. Boom. And you're coming back to American Idol. Yeah. That's amazing. Are you excited? Yeah. 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 Because they. What's I mean, your dream? Like, is this, are you living your actual dream job? No, 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 no. What is your dream I'm close. job? Um. Well, I've my, told you mine and I keep trying to ask you to do it with me. My goal eventually. is to, my goal as a kid was always to do, was to be David Letterman. Oh. That was always my goal. You are so freaking on the right track for that. Well, I don't feel anymore you have to do a specific time uh -huh. on a specific network because there have been conversations with a network where they've said, hey, you can, eventually we're going to open this midnight spot. It'd be, if the timing works out, there's no reason that you wouldn't be in the running for the late night show. In three years, you just have a good show on, and you can put it on Netflix. You can put it on Hulu. You can put it on uh, Disney Plus. It's all shifting. Where you, if you are not Disney Plus. Well, Disney Plus is just oh, a yeah, that's streaming true. platform. Yeah, that's true. That's right. Um, I'm like, you if, see Bobby on the Disney Channel. If you make uh, Disney Plus is their version of Netflix. <laughs> right, right, right. No, I forgot they were doing that. If you make um, <laughs> something good, people will come to it. It may take a second, right. but good content breathes eyeballs and earballs. But I still feel like you deserve like an NBC, CBS. I don't, I don't think I deserve anything. I do. And it's all timing and there's, there's the chips have to kind of fall at the right time because, uh, listen, I'm not the most talented person to be doing what I do. I've just what? made some good decisions. I, don't, I disagree. You have to still be good at what you do. Okay, I'm good at what I do. Yeah. But even on Idol, there are people that could mentor better than I. I'm good at television. Not and true. I can, okay, well, okay, I'm just telling you how I no, feel. No, but I'm just saying, like, and, and from an outsider standpoint, that's not true because you actually, like, you have 
Like these people, like you have the same insecurities as the people that come in. So I, you're able to relate. I'm definitely a life coach. Scott Borchetta well. couldn't give you a life coach. I don't you know. know? Could or could it? I don't. I, but I don't. from someone that watched, I'm like, fine. Scott's fine. They but brought me just, in for a different reason, though. Yeah. But, but Scott also had more clout to go. I run a label. I started fine, but I'd rather connect to somebody. Maybe. And they like yeah. that about me on television. That I've been able to connect with them, and also go. Let me pick a song for you, mm-hmm. or. It's a good, and I love the idol people. I, about the Dancing with the Stars people, I love them at Dancing with the Stars. Love them. I'm going to go back for the for the first show. Yeah. Like, we're trying to figure out now what I'm going to do on the first show. I, I have to do something. Love them so much, but I would never do the show again because I can't, there's nothing for me to gain. Right. Um, well, then I, you need to find me my, my, my counterpart for my dream job then. Which is a, a porno. It is. Yeah. <laughs> it is soft porn, preferably. A soft, right. It's, um, it's showtime. It's just slight, uh, like not. I prefer the left boob over the right. The right boob has a little more sausage to it. Um, so, like, <laughs> um, and idol people are great, and they. I didn't know if I was coming back for sure because the, uh, the judges didn't know if they were coming back, mm. and they kind of put us all in a holding pattern, mm-hmm. and it all kind of dominoed. Like once the judges got up, one, two, three. Once they could pay Katy Perry twenty million dollars. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure what her deal was this time, but they all make a lot of money. <sighs> and it's not. Here's the thing that I've learned too. And you know this too. It's not about, well, Luke, let's just say we'll use one dollar. We'll say, well, I like one dollar is a ton of money. Mm-hmm. Luke doesn't deserve one dollar. All he does is sit up there and but what happens is is that because they have Luke, advertisers want to buy on the show. Mm-hmm. People watch, ratings do what they do, and they can get X amount of dollars for advertising. Yeah. And so that's why that's why I'm worth a bunch on the radio show. Not because I'm any better. And I think I am, and just generally, I feel, I feel like I'm really good at what I do. But it's because advertisers spend so much money. They know that me, I can bring bring advertisers, and advertisers will spend. Therefore, they're like, well, we should pay them more. Like, I just went to a huge contract, and everybody was offering me a job. Every platform you can think of. I don't want to even say any by names. Poor Bobby. No, no, no it's not a poor thing. <laughs> okay. I'm just saying. This isn't, I hope this doesn't come off as braggy. I'm just kind of I'm just saying, no, it's amazing. T- telling the story. that, yeah. And it wasn't because they were like, oh, you're the funniest or most relatable. They're like, if you come, we'll be able to sell this show to advertisers. It's, all, it's the name of the game. Did you know that they knew from the first episode that you were going to win Dancing with the Stars? Um, they were surprised by the first episode that people vote, that I had as many people voting. I was finally told that after it was over, they go, hey, because uh, they, they... The producer told me they knew from night one that you were going to win. After night one was over, though. Well, after the voting was because over. Because they had no yeah. idea. They didn't. Here's the thing about the, the people in the, in middle America. They love some Bobby. N- no. Yes, they vote. Uh, they're not going to no, no, vote for yes, you. Yes, but don't that's not you. my point. LA and New York don't understand the power right. of normal folks. Mm. They're going, oh, if you're not LA or New York, you don't matter. I just represented somebody who has the middle America appeal because I'm that's me. And so people were like, this is our guy. I would definitely, they definitely were. This is the good dancing guy. They were like, "This is our guy. We're we're going." Yeah. And I think I won a small fraction of show viewers too because I just I didn't know the rules. I never seen the show. Yeah, you lost your mind. I lost my mind. There were times where I lost my mind. There were times where I got emotional. <laughs> it but was so good. I was finally oh, was a so quote good. told to me, and I never knew that because they keep you on lock. Oh, I mean, Val barely told me that you even accepted it, one of the producers. I was like, I know he's calling me. I know he's on the show. It's so unlocked and they don't tell us anything. <sighs> All I knew is I was never in jeopardy. And about two weeks after it was over, I was told by an executive, quote, you could have taken a dump on the floor and walked off and still won the show because your people were voting so hard. That's, I mean, look at that. Look what you built, you know? That's incredible think, that they have followed you. I think we, me, 
I wouldn't be here. Again, I don't, just don't think I'm the most You wouldn't be person. here without Amy. You wouldn't be here without Mike. I'm just talking about yeah. the people. I'm oh, like, the people. We, none of us will be here without the <laughs> listeners. Like, that's why I do so much with them because I just owe them so much. Yeah. Um, so that being said, it's amazing. The, anyway, I was talking to this person who's going on the show. Okay. And I was thinking about you because I was like, I used to call Jana all the time. So I was like volunteering. I'm here. I'm here. You're going to need an ear. You're going to yeah. feel like crap. You're going to feel, and if you need something, let me know, mm-hmm. much like you did for me. So I appreciate that. No, of course. I mean, I'm, I'm always here for people that, you know, have gone through that and need a friend. So, um, at Kramer Girl on Instagram, check out the Wind Down podcast, uh, which is the iHeartRadio podcast winner for entertainment and TV category. <laughs> and if you see her out on the road, this thing, these things live forever, obviously. You know how this works. Um, JanaKramer.com for Wind Down tickets. There you go. You can buy her new tumbling line. She does all <laughs> gymnastics. Uh, she, all that. Um, well, listen, we've done close to an hour. Which, it's pretty good. Yeah, it's real good considering. Wait, can I just, I, you need to tell me about the girl really fast. Uh, I tried I to hook totally you up. I was totally trying to get out. <laughs> no, I know you were. It's not going to happen. I was squirting out. I know. I was like, it's not going to happen. I'll tell you what happened. No, no, I tried to set you up with my friend. <laughs> and, I, and I messaged her and she never messaged me back. Can I tell you why? Because you hung out with one of her friends. Okay, well, then say that. I, I just found out, like, literally, because I was like, I'm on my way over to Bobby's. Why haven't you texted him? This must have been a while ago then. No, like today. Well, yes, when you hung out with her friend. Yeah, yes, it was saying. a while ago. And yeah. she's like, I just felt weird about it. Oh, that's yeah. fine. But it didn't say. I know, I know. I was like, and you Morgan. were like, hey, you should message my friend. I cool. know. And I but was she like, didn't. She like went ice on me. I'll show you the text message. Like she just text, text me back. What, yeah, tell me the girl. What's up? Well, nothing, you don't just hear her name. And this has been delayed a bit because I can only share stories delayed because people okay. can be uh, kind of, you can figure it out. Okay. So this is delayed by a bit. Are uh, you done? Yeah, well, I'll just tell you the story. Okay. It's still late. And no one knows the story. Not even Mike. Mike doesn't know the story. Really? I oh, I love know. getting the juice. Um, so I met this girl. Where? Let's say. <laughs> Don't. Just let's not. Let's say. In a, in, a, in a work environment. That's all I do is work, right? Okay. It could have been a live show. It could have been TV. Sh- it could have been. Okay, fine, fine. I will say this. I met the girl in Nashville. So it eliminates one half of my... Copy. So it wasn't in LA. Okay. Met the girl in Nashville. Um, and it was just... It was just like, hey, it was, it was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we started following each other on Instagram. Okay. And I, we, I don't know if we do anymore. But <laughs> I know. Quick unfollow. Um, <laughs> you, got, you got a couple seconds to... No, no, I, we don't, I, we're good. I'm not worried about that. You're an unfollower. Well, just hold on for my. Okay, I'm, I'm, sorry, I'm trying to I'm walk sorry. down okay, this I'm, story. Okay, that. Let me just post me. Okay, not post me, but you know. So we were. Uh, so you just I comment on people's stories that I think are interesting. I send you messages on your story sometimes, like, hey, mm-hmm. that's funny, that's whatever. And so we were commenting nothing to it. Like two months had gone by. Okay, we're just commenting nothing. It was all super, super light. And then it was like, I don't. One of us was like, hey, we should hang out. Maybe it was me. I'll just say it was me for the sake of the story. Okay, it probably was. Okay. And she was like, cool. So. We were going to hang out the first time, and I got sick. And I was like, can't hang out. I feel terrible. Okay. Um, I was sick. And then the next time we're going to hang out, she was like, oh, had some crap come up. Can't hang out. Got to cancel. I'm like, all right, cool. I'm down one anyway. We're back to even. So Very finally, we end up going to, uh, to have lunch somewhere. It's fantastic. We just, back and forth, funny. She's cool, whatever. Have um, like-minded interests and philosophies <laughs> and so i'm like well that was cool and she had messaged me because she saw me do something on tv and she was like i just thought you just popped up on my tv doing a thing that's cool i'm watching right now i was like cool and uh she messaged me that same night after we had had lunch first time we'd hung out mm-hmm. and i was like oh well she kind of came back at me 
three hours later. That's a good. good sign. Right. Nice. So I had a friend over. We were writing some comedy songs for this tour that I'm on now. It's a bit ago. And he goes, hey. Brandon? It doesn't matter who the friend is. Okay. Uh, he was like, hey, something about it. And I was like, hey, do you know this so girl? So? Yeah. And he goes, yeah, I know her and her boyfriend. <gasps> and, I was like, and I was like. Shut up. I was like, wait, what? And he goes, yeah, I'm friends with her and her boyfriend. And I was like, dude, I know she had a boyfriend. Let me tell you what happened. And he's like, huh. And he's like, maybe she just was. And, I, and then I started to go, maybe she was just being friendly. <gasps> wow. And maybe I read the whole thing did, wrong. Did she, you, though? I don't know. She never once. I hear, so here's the thing. Uh, she never once mentioned a boy, ever mentioned a boyfriend. Mm, see, and here's well, how what would I worry, that not But, but here's what I worry about in Nashville. Okay. Because she isn't, everybody that I know is involved somehow in the music business. Yes. It's just the industry that we're in. And I'm going, oh, is she playing me? Like, because. Oh, that's sad. Oh, it's how I feel about everybody here. Oh, I'm sorry. That's why when you were like, I have a friend who does hair. I was like, "Mm, does she have a song out? You were like, no. I was like, (laughs) boom. Oh, I'm sorry. That sucks. That must hit you at your core. You want to hear another bad one? Yeah. I have a really bad one. I'm really sorry. Did you tell them about the journalist? You know about that one? That yeah. one. Can I tell that one, you think? I think so. What was your question? Do you want to hear one more story? Or no? I do. I just, I, that makes me feel bad for you. Oh, it's how I treat everything here in this town now with girls and even dudes when I date dudes too. But um, <laughs> even mean, like you know, got friends. Use Astroglide. I'm always like, why does this person <laughs> want to like be my, and then it turns out, so I don't trust anybody. Yeah. Just me and Mike. Just you and Mike. And even mm-hmm. Mike's got a girlfriend now. He's had a girlfriend for a year. <laughs> Sorry, bud. And I, but I think though I think I also will now stop relationships unfairly because I've just kind of been burned a few times that way where I'm like mm, it's probably not right. What's the journalist one? Um, so I'm on that. Well, I guess I was on used Riot. to be on a lot more. I was yeah, and that's worked out for me wonderfully because I've met some really cool people from that app. Okay. Um, not even people that I like romantically date, but I was like, oh, I know you from something, and you just start talking, and you never go out. But so I've made some good good friends. Oh, I don't know if I can tell the story, Mike. Not not because the girl, but because of. Because of what? I'll give you, it's some of the information super sensitive. I'll, I'll tell you this. I, she's a journalist. Okay. We're hanging out. I said something. We're just driving in her car. And I was like, hey, so-and-so inside information about show, just thinking I was talking. Uh-huh. She freaking wrote a story about it the next day. She did not. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I woke up and I was like, wait. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. And I was like, we've been You like, got 27 dressed. I don't know what that means. I've never seen that. 27 dresses. <laughs> But yeah, she got me. Oh, man, I am so sorry. And so I messaged her back, and I was like, I sent her the, the link, and I was like, hey, how'd you get this information? She was like, oh, I got a source. And I was like, hmm. I admit, uh, it wasn't me. Yeah. And I was like, this is me. And I said, and for, second of all, it's not true yet. And she was like, no, I've been told. And to this day, it's still not true. Because it's still, but. But you were like kind of dating her. We'd been out. We were out. Yeah. And that she, is sucks. I'm so sorry. So I got burned pretty hard on that one. Ugh. So I've just been kind of roasted a few times. So now you're just kind of taking out. Ain't no sunshine. She's She's always gone. gone What a way to wrap it up. So when you go, hey, what's 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 happening with? I'm always like, "Mm, nothing. Yeah. And really, it's mostly. You're taking a beat. I'm just taking a life. I'm 39. I'm done. What? Don't put a fork in me, folks. Don't do that. Don't (laughs) know. Oh God, no. All right, listen. Check out the Wind Down podcast with Jana Kramer at Kramer Girl. And get yourself a tumbler when it comes out. There it is. <laughs> All right. Uh, thank you, Jen. I'll tell you off the air the real story. 
It's, okay, that's yeah. the real story, but there was just information I can't say because it wouldn't wait. be respectful. We need to wrap this up. I need to hear all the dirty deeds. I need to know what friend I was supposed to be hanging out with, too. Her name's so yeah. sweet. Okay, sorry. Oh, okay, bye. All right, bye. All right, bye. In every pair of Tacova's boots, you can expect handmade quality, first wear comfort, and timeless Western style. Tacova's boots are always made from premium bovine and exotic leathers, and with occasional resoling, they will last a lifetime. The best way to shop for boots is at your local Tacova store, where you'll be greeted by the smell of fresh leather and a friendly smile. Come on in, grab a cold one, get fitted by a pro, and shop the latest styles. Visit tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. And don't go gently, y'all. This is the story of how a group of people brought music back to Afghanistan by creating their own version of American Idol. The joy they brought to the nation. You're free completely. No one is there to destroy you. The danger they endured. They said my head should be cut off. I'm John Legend. Listen to Afghan Star on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins. And this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday.